Welcome to the Avenue Podcast, your avenue to enlightening conversations and insightful explorations. I'm your host, Trey Etter, and I'm grateful to have you join us. Well, judging by the title, you know what we're going to be talking about, the Southern Baptist Convention. Now, I thought it was uh, appropriate for us to talk about this, namely because some of you might not even really know what the Southern Baptist Convention is. And some of you know what it is, but you've sort of heard some stuff about them in the news, but not really for sure. And some of you are just tuning in because maybe you just enjoy hearing my voice. And to those people, uh, (laughs) there's better podcasts out there. But look, this, this podcast, this episode, is meant to give context to things happening inside the SBC, Southern Baptist Convention, SBC. And we hear a lot about the SBC, or we grew up in the SBC, or maybe you really don't even know what I'm saying when I say three letters, SBC. Uh, But this episode is meant to inform, and it's not meant to persuade. There's some controversy that has been happening for even years, and I want this episode to be merely information. Uh, there's a lot of articles, there's a lot of opinions, and uh, you can easily access them. We're really not going to put anything into the show notes because you can just do a quick Google search and find a lot in there. Uh, if you're needing help with that, definitely reach out. But uh, I, I, I just want this episode to be a part of that conversation. I, I want this to help you, the listener, know some of the issues contextually and for you to make your own judgment. And so this uh, is going to go through a little bit of the history, some some people who have been a part of the SBC, the things that the SBC does really well, and then just some things that are happening in the news that uh, are just important to, to keep in mind. Um, there's a lot of words being thrown out there, and uh, especially within the media, there's a lot of salacious words being thrown out there. So we have to be careful about that. So hopefully what this can do is just try to give a really straight shooter understanding of the SBC, as well as kind of what's going on contextually right here, right now. So here we go. The Southern Baptist Convention often referred to as the SBC, is one of the largest Protestant denominations in the United States, and it has a rich and complex history that dates back to the 19th century. Um, Our story really begins in the early 1800s when Baptists in the South were a part of various regional associations. Uh, Really, they found it increasingly difficult to coordinate efforts for missions and theological education. And so this led to the formation of the Triennial Convention in 1814, which includes Baptists from the North and the South. You've heard it. Southern Baptist Convention. It's got its name because of Baptists in the the South. Southern Baptist Convention. It makes sense. And let me also say, this is kind of an aside. Uh, There's a lot of argument as to where Baptists come from. I mean, there's definitely a long history. Um, There's a lot coming out now that... Uh, that really I've just kind of come in contact with of we can trace our Baptist lineage all the way back to the original church. Uh, I've not heard that. That, That's an, that's an argument that really I've just come across recently. Maybe I've been living in a hole, but, uh, but there's the Baptist theology um, 
it goes back a long, long way. There's some really good YouTube videos, which in fact, we'll probably put that in the show notes as well. The word of Baptists and, and it has Methodists in there as well. But the word Baptist is honestly relatively modern term. And so I just want you to understand that when we talk about this, but, but really Southern Baptists or Baptists in the United States goes back to the early 1800s. The Triennial Conventions formed in 1814, but tensions between the Northern and the Southern Baptists began to rise due to differences in views and slavery and missions. I mean, we understand that from our nation's history. And really, that's part of the Southern Baptists' history as well. These tensions began in 1844 when the Foreign Mission Board of the Triennial Convention appointed a slaveholder missionary. And so this decision led to a split along regional lines. And you know the regions, North and South. In May of 1845, representatives from the Southern Baptist churches gathered in Augusta, Georgia to form the Southern Baptist Convention. And so this marked the official separation of Southern Baptists from the Northern Baptists. And one of the significant figures in this separation was a man named James Boyce, who was pivotal in establishing the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Greenville, South Carolina in 1859. The seminary became a cornerstone of Southern Baptist education. Over the years, the Southern Baptist Convention grew in numbers and influence, and it weathered out some challenges of the Civil War and the Reconstruction Era, and expanded a lot of its missionary efforts domestically and internationally. But I will say this, the uh, modern SBC is completely different from the original SBC. In 1995, the convention voted to adopt a resolution that renounced its racist roots and apologized for its past defense of slavery, segregation, and white supremacy. And this was a moment that really marked the denomination's first formal acknowledgement that racism had profoundly influenced its early and modern history. That's not to say the SBC wasn't aware of it or wasn't making moves and uh, uh, significant momentum towards renouncing it but that was the first formal acknowledgement uh, that racism had had an influence in its history currently the SBC's commitment to conservative theology including uh, the conservative reformed theology uh, became a a defining characteristic in the 20th century today the SBC is known for its commitment to missions theological education and its network of churches spread across the U.S. The SBC has a rich history and significant achievements, and while some of these achievements may vary in importance to different individuals, uh, here are some of some of the not- notable ones uh, within the SBC. So, one of the really big things about the SBC is its commitment to missions and evangelism. You might have heard the International Mission Board, the IMB, or the North American Mission Board, NAM, N-A-M-B. Uh, And those are two incredible organizations and and ones that uh, have had an incredible impact, both domestically and internationally. Uh, The SBC has sent missionaries worldwide to share the gospel and establish churches. And uh, this has resulted in a really cool and unique global impact. You probably heard of a lot of theological education, so the SBC has some several prominent theological seminaries, including Southwestern up in Fort Worth, uh, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, which is now in Louisville, Kentucky, and Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary 
and others. Uh, one of the really cool things which I got to do back when I was growing up was the disaster relief program that the SBC has. Uh, the Southern Baptist Disaster Relief is one of the largest disaster relief organizations in the U.S. The SBC volunteers are often among the first responders to natural disasters, providing essential aid, food, and support to affected communities. For one example, my church growing up sent uh, several resources and personnel to help with the cleanup when Katrina hit the southern part of our country. Uh, it was an incredible moment. The Baptist men uh, organization was really the first people on site in terms of a nonprofit organization being there. So well done, uh, the Southern Baptist Disaster Relief Program. Church planting is also really big. You've heard of uh, NAM, North American Mission Board, the SIN Network, GenSIN, other things like that. They've established new churches in so many different communities, contributing to a lot of the denomination's growth. There's a lot of Baptist hospitals and healthcare. They've dealt a lot in Bible translations. Um, you might have heard of the Ethical and Religious Liberty Program, um, which has a lot within, uh, or sorry, advocates a lot for religious liberty and ethical values in American society. And it's been actively involved in lobbying efforts and legal cases to protect religious freedoms. Uh, the cooperative program, which is really cool, funding missions and seminaries and several SBC entities. And, of course, it has a very big global influence. Uh, some past leaders that you might have heard of. So Adrian Rogers is one. He served as the president of the SBC and was a prominent pastor. Is well known for his conservative theological views and his influence role in the conservative resurgence within the SBC. Billy Graham, while not exclusively affiliated with the SBC, Billy Graham significantly impacted a lot of Southern Baptists and evangelicals worldwide, and his crusades reached millions as he preached the gospel to a message that resounded with many in the SBC. Some current thought leaders, uh, while some have actually kind of recently removed themselves from the SBC, such as Russell Moore. Russell Moore served as the president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and he's known for his work on uh, religious liberty, ethics, and social justice issues. He's currently uh, a editor at Christianity Today. Uh, Beth Moore, while also not currently affiliated with the SBC, she was for a long time and was an excellent Bible teacher for many, many years. And her teachings and writings have significantly impacted women's ministry in the SBC. So some current ones that you might want to take note of. J.D. Greer. Uh, is uh, just stepped down as the president of the SBC. He's a pastor in North Carolina. He's also an author as well. I highly recommend looking at his work, such as his newest book, Don't Waste Your Life. Excellent book, especially for young adults. Al Mohler, uh, he's an incredible thought leader within the SBC. He hosts podcast The Briefing, and he has been the president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary since 1993. And then one that you might not have heard of, which I highly recommend, is Thapiti Anyabwile. He's the prominent African-American Southern Baptist pastor known for his work on racial reconciliation and justice issues. Some of his books include What, a, what is a Healthy Church Member, Finding Faithful Elders and Deacons, and then The Faithful Preacher, which explores a lot of the incredible leaders in the African-American church uh, in our nation's history. But what's going on now? I know we only have a little bit of time left, but um, there's a, a lot of controversies that have happened over the years, such as connection to slavery and racism, doctrinal disputes, uh, what does leadership and authority mean, doctrinal shifts within the convention. Those are just to name some things that have happened historically, but things that are happening now. 
So right now, there are three big things that you should be aware of. The first is women in ministry. So the SBC is, has been known for its complementarian stance, such as, uh, sorry, the SBC has been known for its complementarian stance, which asserts that women should not hold certain leadership positions within the church, such as being senior pastors. And this stance has sparked debates within the denomination, with some advocating for a more egalitarian view that allows for a broader role for women in ministry. Again, this is just to inform, not to persuade. So that's what's going on right now. If you uh, would like to know what our, how our church stands, you could definitely check out our website and our statement of beliefs. There's a lot of sexual abuse scandals happening right now. Um, like a lot of other religious organizations, the SBC has faced allegations of sexual abuse within its churches and institutions. And uh, there's a lot of criti criticism that there has not been enough to prevent and address these issues. And frankly... I kind of agree. In recent years, there have been efforts within the denomination to improve policies and procedures related to handling allegations of abuse. And let me say something about this. Um, there are those within the SBC that failed at their job, and there were those that were just unaware and have now made incredible uh, movements towards making sure that this doesn't happen again. Um, there's a lot of work happening right now within the sexual abuse of the SBC. Um, it has done incredible damage to the convention and unfortunately has caused people to leave. But there is a lot of good work happening right currently. And so that's definitely a message of hope and how we can help to reform the SBC. Uh, and, of course, you might have heard a lot within the political involvement of the SBC. Uh, there was a lot of engagement in political and social issues. Um, a lot of Southern Baptists align with conservative political views, and that makes sense because it's a conservative theological organization. Uh, and there's a lot of diversity of opinion within the denomination, uh, but debates have arisen over how much the SBC should be involved in political activism and how closely it should align with specific political parties or ideologies, and that those are really good debates. Um, debates worth having, frankly. And so uh, people like Beth Moore, for example, was someone, and Russell Moore, frankly, uh, were people that left the convention, left, said, I'm no longer Southern Baptist because of its... Uh, political involvement, namely around President Trump. And so uh, you can imagine how that would be very controversial. So that's what the SBC was. That's what's happening right now. We'll probably do another episode of my takes on all this going on. But I just wanted you to be aware this is what's going on within the SBC. Um, a lot of incredible things are happening while also understanding that there are things that need to improve. But hey, our goal is to discover, reflect, and grow. Subscribe to the Avenue Podcast on your favorite platform and join us as we continue to explore the past, embrace the present, and envision the future. And we'll see you next time.